about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you? Good. It seemed like just yesterday we were here. <laughs> yeah, very I spot. Well, I, I, I mean, I like to like pause for effect before I say the name of the podcast, you know, but I was actually pausing to make sure I said the right podcast because yeah. as we said yesterday, meaning as on last week's episode, which we recorded yesterday, uh, we're going out of town. Um, New York and Philly, not in that order. Uh, so I've been banking a bunch of episodes about, you know, we've been doing this podcast, but I've been doing, I've been podcasting so much yeah, and we have two more to do. I, you have, we have one more to do tomorrow and I have another one to do tomorrow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm You're, a podcasting machine lately. Yeah, truly. Um, so I actually did have to think about what, what the name of this podcast is before I said it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is, um, not a podcast about uh, recording podcasts. Uh, <laughs> that I, do you remember you talked me out of doing a podcast years ago? I wanted to do a podcast. It would have been called just like the iTunes Review Podcast. Yeah. Do you remember me telling you about this idea? Yeah. That I would like, the first episode would just be like, hey, this is my new podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes. And then... From then on, every episode would just be me reading iTunes reviews of the podcast. But do you and think you would get reviews? Of the, yeah, I would because I already have another podcast. And now I have two, so all I have to do is just like promote it. Like, hey, I'm doing this other podcast. Check it out. It's called the iTunes Review Podcast. Guaranteed, I'd get at least one, which is all all I'd need every week is to get at least one. What if you didn't though? Well, that'd be a fun episode, wouldn't it? Anyway. I don't think it's that fun. <laughs> I think it, it sounds like a great idea, um, but you talked me out of doing it because yeah. at that point I was Likely I was doing so. Battleship Retention and uh, probably Hey Watch This at that time, yeah, or maybe previously on. I, I have a lot of past podcasts, yeah, um, but uh, uh, yeah, that would have been a fun one. But that's not. This is not a podcast about other podcasts or a podcast about podcasts. Here's a funny thing: if you would okay. have told me. 10 years ago that I would host a podcast with you, I would say, get out of town. It's probably that long ago that I first suggested this. Yeah. And then you, you finally came around without my like yeah. prodding. Yeah. 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 And now you're beloved by thousands of listeners. There's like two people. Who Hundreds like of me. listeners. <laughs> yeah. Not even that. Um, but that's why they, everyone should tell their friends and mothers about this great podcast. About this great podcast. Yeah. Yeah, which is a podcast in which we watch an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother in concurrence. We re recap each one. We compare and contrast and have other fun segments. We're, we are on to Season 5, Episode 8 of both shows. Season 5, Episode 8 of Friends is called The One with All the Thanksgivings. And Season 5, Episode 8 of How I Met Your Mother is called The Playbook. But we're going to stick a pin in the playbook and we are going to... Uh, <laughs> He did a little hand gesture of playbook shutting closed. Um, uh, and we're going to start with season five, episode eight of Friends, the one with all the Thanksgivings. So we start post Thanksgiving dinner. Everyone, uh, I guess Monica hosted a Friendsgiving. Yeah. Monica and Rachel, but yeah. really Monica, right? Yeah. Hosted our Friendsgiving. And they're all just stuffed, just yeah. splayed out on the couches and in the floor. They don't even have enough energy to turn on the television. Yeah. Um, they do that 
thing that I kind of dread, which is the like everyone let's go around and say what we're thankful for. Yeah. Um. And I don't dread because I don't like. I'm happy to acknowledge the things I'm thankful for. I just don't like doing it in public or talking in front of people like yeah. that. But even you know? if it's just like a tiny gathering, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing: if you, I'm not like an actor or anything. But if you say, go up in front of this crowd and do a reading, like mm-hmm. read this thing that someone else wrote and mm-hmm. it's already done for you, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd knock it out of the park. I have no problem doing that. No nerves whatsoever with that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Speaking extemporaneously between mm-hmm. uh, among, uh, mm-hmm. in front of even six people, yeah. which is funny because I just talked about how I've, I've been podcasting for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. But like... Being put on the spot, you know. Yeah, it's, I guess it's the being put on the spot thing. Yeah. So yeah. I, I always hate that, you know. I, I typically do as well, but I think because, like, on Thanksgiving, I would have already had, like, a few glasses of wine. <laughs> so I kind of, like, I'm ready to ham it up. Social lubricant, as yeah. they say. Yeah. So anyway... Um, so that leads to Joey saying he's thankful for uh, strong fall breezes and women wearing thongs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we go to this. That, that's lead, that leads into the But he talks titles. about it for several yeah. minutes. Yes. Well, this is something. We go into the opening titles. We come back. We start with an establishing shot that is different from the usual establishing shot. I, like when it came back to commercial, I was like, oh, is this – whose apartment is it, are we going to be in? Is this – Phoebe's? I can't. I don't. I don't understand this establishing shot. But nope. Same apartment, just different shot than they usually use. I didn't notice that. So it threw me off. But there's the back in there, and Joey's still talking about thongs. Ross, if you can believe it, is moping about because mm-hmm. I mean he's got a good reason. His life is shit. Yeah. Um, so then uh, they start talking about. So Ross says this is the worst Thanksgiving ever. That sort of kicks off the episode. Mm-hmm. And Chandler's like, no, not your worst. And so we flash back. Um, Morgan, Cher- Morgan Fairchild shows up again uh, for the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. Is Chandler's mom in a flashback to him as a boy? Uh, the the first Thanksgiving after Chandler's dad, uh, quote unquote, decided to be gay, which was mm-hmm. <laughs> like weird, mm-hmm. and and left the uh, family behind. So that was his worst Thanksgiving. Uh, Phoebe said she's got one worse. <laughs> she. Mm-hmm. Flashes back to being a nurse during the Civil War. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and the, yeah. The first one is a nurse during the Civil War. Yeah, yeah. We'll get back to the other one later. Um, uh, yeah, and then they're like, "No, it has to be this life or whatever." So then we get a flashback to another Thanksgiving, nineteen ninety two. So like right before the show started, mm-hmm. um, Monica is making Thanksgiving dinner at her apartment, but mm-hmm. for. Her, the Gellers. The but, Gellers. Yeah. So I guess someone with a car is going to come pick up everything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, uh, or she's going to pre-make it and bring it over to Jack and Judy's. No, that's what I'm saying. But like oh, oh, Monica okay. doesn't have a car. Yeah. I'm assuming Jack and Judy live in the suburbs, right? That's always yeah. been my yeah. impression. So someone has to come with a car. Something like maybe her dad is going to like help her load everything into the mm-hmm. car, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm overthinking this. We're but, overthinking it, yeah. Um, uh, she's a lot to transport. I guess my question is, like, why Why wouldn't she just go to her parents and cook there? Yeah, or maybe, like we said, maybe they're just going over to the house, to the apartment. Oh, you said the Gellers are coming over. Mm-hmm. No, because she says this has to feed 25 people 
or something. Mm, right. That's what right, she right, says. Because right, right. Monica okay. comes home and Joey's okay. got the turkey on his head is the thing. Yes. yes. So Joey's got the turkey on his head. It's pretty funny. Um, but he comes from the bathroom. So he's like in the bathroom trying to get it off. Maybe? Trying to get it off. Because he went, he put it on to try and scare Chandler. Yeah. But then he can't get it off. He's got the the turkey idea stuck of that head. is so gross. And of course, when he says like it smells bad in here and Phoebe's like, of course it does. Yeah. It's a dead animal. But like. But I actually don't think it would smell bad. Oh, I think it would. Unless it's like rotting, which is bad. But I don't think it would smell bad. I think raw meat smells bad, no matter what. Uh, I think raw. Well, I guess I'm a carnivore. My mouth starts to water. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I, I start to envision myself ensnaring my prey, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Where was I? Oh, Joey oh. Has so that yeah, Joey got the turkey stuck in his head. That's kind of the main uh, thing of that uh, flashback. We come back and because Joey's like trying to uh, said it wasn't that embarrassing. He said, "What about the Thanksgiving when Ross tried to say butternut squash and he said squatter squatter nut bosh?" <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, but they're like that's not as a. Uh, is uh, embarrassing. Uh, Rachel's like, oh, I know Monica's worse. And Monica's, no, I don't want to tell it. But so then we get a flashback. Um, uh, and there's a fun sort of like meta joke here where in the flashback to like, I'm guessing 1987, there weirdly mm-hmm. wasn't. There wasn't a, yeah, but we unless know. Unless missed it. We know the year after. Was yeah. The so I guess 1987, uh, there's a funny joke that. Rachel still has her old nose, yeah. which is very similar to Jennifer Anderson's old nose, which you can see yes. in the movie, Le- movie Leprechaun. The movie Leprechaun. Um, I should drink more water. I feel like I'm uh, unable to get words out. So um, Ross has brought Chandler over, and they're both uh, sort of like flock of seagulls. Flock of seagulls, like douchey, like MTV new wave. Yeah. Guys, like you know, like not good music, but like they're trying to look cool, yeah. and they're in a band together. Chandler's the lead singer, which is they're funny. in like members only jackets. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, Monica immediately takes a liking to Chandler, uh, and uh, offers to like make him some food that Macaroni he'll eat because he doesn't like because of his traumatic past. He doesn't yeah. really like Thanksgiving food. Um, yeah, but and there's macaroni a, and cheese, that's Thanksgiving food. I think that's a regional thing. But yeah, I, I feel like it is. I guess because you make it every year. Yeah, not every year. I haven't made it. Well, to. I made it. You made it last year. No, well, the last year went to my mom's. Oh. The last year we were in California, I yeah. did make it. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. My sister insisted upon it. Yeah. And then they lost power. Yeah. Or it was a super windy day and they live out. In the desert, yeah, and so the power company intentionally cut the power to prevent fires. Yeah. The day that your sister was hosting, the like the first, the first yeah. like post vaccine uh, Thanksgiving, yeah. and they had no power. And you know what? We made a fun time out of it. You know? Yeah, it got worse after that. I, I oh, should that be in night. this. I yeah. should be in this episode about the worst Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that night was bad, yeah. but the Thanksgiving, yeah. the Thanksgiving gathering went off largely without a hitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Where was I? Um, so uh, meanwhile, Ross is trying to impress Rachel by acting like a 
grown up, which is annoying. And then Chandler, this is where this episode really starts to go downhill. Uh, is as we I didn't mention should have mentioned but didn't mention that uh, they've got Courtney Cox in the fat suit mm-hmm. that we've seen her in before, mm-hmm. and uh, she overhears Chandler saying to Ross like I don't want to get stuck hanging out here with your fat sister. Yeah, uh, it's really sad. Really sad. Yeah. Uh, so in the present day, Chandler's like apologizing, um, but then Rachel's like that's not even one the Thanksgiving I was talking about the next year. Uh, it's the same at the Gellers. Uh, Monica has her new nose, or Rachel has her new nose, mm-hmm. um, her current Jennifer Aniston nose, Rich. which is a nose job nose. Yes. Anyway, uh, not that I care. I don't care. Um, but Monica also has something new to reveal, which is that she looks like Courtney Cox now. She's lost all of the weight, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's a There's a funny thing where... I say funny, but I mean not funny. <laughs> By that funny, I mean there's a not funny thing where Ross is talking about his new girlfriend, Carol, and how she plays both volleyball and lacrosse. And she's like, that's right. She, she plays, plays for, for both teams. teams. But Carol's not bi. Right. Carol's a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. They just wanted to make that a bad joke. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rachel's like, you really showed Chandler to Monica River. Monica's, like, not happy enough. She's like, I really want to embarrass him for how awful he was. Um, Rachel's like, you should try to get him naked and then push him outside in the cold. Uh, and so Rachel's trying to, like, teach Monica how to act sexy. Yeah. To, like, try to seduce Chandler. Yeah. Um, and then she does it all awkwardly and ends up, like, fumbling a box of macaroni and cheese and a knife. Mm-hmm. And the knife uh, spins in the air comes down and cuts the tip of Chandler's toe off, yeah. which this is the first we've learned, right? That Chandler is missing part of his toe. Yeah. Yeah. Did this happen in Seinfeld? Was there like a severed toe? A severed toe. I don't remember that. Or a finger. Maybe. Okay. There was a severed finger on Superstore. Okay. Um, and uh, let's see. So then we come back to the present day, and Chandler is more mad at Monica for accidentally cutting out the tip of his toe, which he knew happened. All he, all right. he learned was just the reason behind it, because yeah. she was trying to embarrass him. Yeah. And I feel like he's more mad than he was ashamed of before. And I feel like, no, this doesn't supersede yeah. that yeah you should still be like maybe you feel maybe this makes you feel a little less bad but you're still in like the a deficit here yeah <laughs> for the awful thing that you said yeah um about about monica not and that i'm saying that like the word fat is necessarily bad i know a lot of people identify as fat what i mean is like the way he used it in the, the context it was, it, it was insult and it was ins- shameful and yes and just like his behavior like as soon as she was skinny then he was like all over it and like was yeah. like, wow, wow, you look so great. You know, it was just gross, gross behavior. Yeah. I mean, and also, I mean, but even in the 1987 flashback, so much gross behavior from the Gellers and mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. talking about like what Christine Pickles, that's that's the mom, Judy, right? Judy. Mm-hmm. Is like, uh, Monica, I don't have room for all this extra pie in the fridge. Will you eat it? Yeah. And, and then, like, like making a joke, like, oh, she's finally full. Yeah, you, yeah, you did it. She's finally full. It's oof. Yeah. Oof. Real poor stuff. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, so Chandler goes, he's like, I need to be left alone. He goes into the, across the hall. He's like yelling at their duck, which is like unhealthy, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like an abusive pet owner. Um, so then, but then Monica comes by to apologize, even though I feel, don't feel like she really needs to, but mm-hmm. she, uh, comes by to make Chandler left and, and puts the It was the an accident. She didn't. Yeah. mean to cut off his and toe. And he also knew it. It's not like he just learned that day that he had his toe cut off. He was there for it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, but so maybe Ch- he didn't know about like her bringing the carrot to the hospital. Maybe he didn't know about that. Part. No, he did. He was right there. Yeah, that's right. I, I, did, I, I didn't mention we get the whole like uh, flashback where they get to the hospital and Monica's like, don't worry, I saved the toe on ice. And the doctor's like, this is... This is a cold carrot. A cold carrot. <laughs> and then Judy Geller's like, oh, no, there's a toe in my kitchen. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty funny, actually. Um, but it is also funny to think in, like, in the, the heat of the moment, like, Monica's in the kitchen, like, putting ice in a bag, like, trying to, like, quick, be a quick thinker. And she just, like, grabs whatever looks yeah. like a toe yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Um, so... Monica puts, like, a, she puts not only a turkey on her head, she puts, like, a fez and a giant pair of novelty sunglasses yeah. that I guess she just had. Yeah. Um, and Chandler accidentally says, or, like, blurts out, like, you're so great, I love you. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, what? Like, you're so great, I love me. Like, because she's inside the turkey's head. Yeah. Uh, and then Chandler's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> and then, go ahead. I said, you're so great. And that was the end of everything that I said. <laughs> And then Joey comes home from a jog, it looks like. Yeah. Sees Monica with the turkey on her head and gets scared. Yeah. So his plan was to scare Chandler. Yeah. And he got scared. Yep. Um, and that's kind of the end of the episode, except we get another Phoebe past life flashback to World War One. Yeah. Where she's French. She's French, yeah. And she's also a nurse during the war yeah. and her arm gets blown off. Yeah. She's like a Red Cross nurse. <laughs> and there's some, what is it called when there's like a, is it like a blood pack or what is it called when like blood i don't is, know like, what it's I mean, that's just like of... a tube of blood yeah. are you thinking of like a squib oh maybe i'm thinking because a squib, squib is like a gunshot like psh, psh, okay but that, this is pocket. just like a this is just like yeah just a tube of like blood hose yeah yeah but it, which happens well, we'll get to it later in a little bit uh so that's it did um did i miss anything or or any of the stray observations or should we move on to funniest moments let's move on to funniest moments Okay, so funniest moment is the 1862 Civil War flashback when uh, Phoebe gets catches a stray and starts spurting blood all over the patient. Yeah, uh, that's really not the kind of joke that Friends normally does. It's yeah. much more a How I Met Your Mother joke. Yeah. And I know in the past I have said when Friends gets into the territory of How I Met Your Mother, uh, I I don't buy it. But here, it because it's coming from Phoebe, it's within the context of a flashback that very likely didn't really happen. Yeah. Um, I, I I not only bought it, I thought it was very funny. It was very funny, yeah. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Um, well, it's not a line, but when um, Phoebe is trying to, like, hide Joey... <laughs> Oh, I know. Joey has the turkey head. Yeah. And she starts, like, putting sprigs of parsley yeah, on well, Joey's head on the table. Yeah, first he, because he's got the turkey on his head, and uh, Monica's coming home, and Phoebe's like, hide. Yeah. And he hides by just, like, putting his head down on the table so it looks like a turkey. Yes. But with Joey going on it. And then, yes. yeah, she tries to hide it by, like, dressing it with Yeah. <laughs> parsley. Yeah. yeah. 
It's very funny. That was my next one, too. So I'll go to... Uh, <laughs> there's a great physical, like, or a little bit... Uh, in the same flashback when they're all trying to ponder the way to get the turkey off of Joey's head. And like, let's think. And then Joey, like, puts his hand <laughs> on the turkey. Like, it's on yeah. his chin. Like, yeah. he's thinking, but he's, like, stroking the turkey. Yeah. <laughs> um, before Joey gets all creepy about thongs, when he just says, like, I'm thankful for this beautiful fall we've been having. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. And I wanted it to stop there. Um, in the flashback where Chandler gets his foot cut off when they're in the hospital... Uh, the um, the the orderly or whatever like uses Chandler's foot to push the door open on the stretcher, you yeah. know, uh, and it, obviously that hurts. And Ross yells at him. He's like, he's he's like, you know why he's in here? Severed toe. You just said it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I have one more. Well, we already talked about um, squatter nut Bosch. <laughs> Go ahead. So my last one is when when they um, <laughs> when they realize that uh, it's a carrot and not a toe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Monica wants to rush back to the house, oh. and she says, "Quick, Dad, give me the keys to your porch." And he goes, "I'm, I'm not, not falling for that, that trick." Yeah. <laughs> like this whole thing has just it's, been like a ruse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we move on to? Friends, but make it fashion. Um, yes. Uh, I liked Joey with the turkey on his head had a, a leather vest. Yeah, he was like Joey like five years ago. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, you have any others? Oh yes. Yeah. Um, I really like Judy Geller's like gold lame dress yeah, from the eighties. Cool. I loved all the eighties fashions. Yeah, well, I liked um, like new thin Monica's uh, dress. It was like it had like a rosette. Yeah, but it was like. What would you call it? It's like sleeveless, but it had like sh- what do you call them when it's a strap around the arm? Yeah. Like a, so the whole neckline like goes, dropped, but uh, the whole neckline goes straight, yeah. like because it straps around the arms, and yeah. it was like I want to say the color was like oxblood, mm-hmm. but it was like velour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a strange material, and it was like ruched. Yeah, um, and it, and it had a. Yeah, a, a bow or whatever, right? We didn't mention like how like so Monica was also, like, really embarrassing in, like, her terms for, like, having sex or, like, losing your virginity yeah. or, like... It's like, I'm not going to give him my flower. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, what did she call, like, having sex? Well, like Rachel's, like, a guy's thing is not called his tenderness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any more Make It Fashions? Uh, no. So you tell us what's under the umbrella of this episode. Well, when Phoebe in her past life is trying to, like, patch up the the soldier, she goes, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when, like, a stray bullet hits yeah. him. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Um, of yeah, I don't course, have any. Monica in the fat suit. Yeah. Rachel with the big nose. Gay jokes. Um, <laughs> Jack and Judy showing favoritism for Ross. You know, like, yeah, 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 Monica's skinny. Ross, tell us about your new girlfriend. Like, she's always um, ignored. Um, uh, Yeah, that's it. Uh, Well, don't forget uh, Ross being a big old Eeyore, a big mope. Oh, of course, yeah. And also just, like, so much food. Monica making too much Thanksgiving spread. Yeah. Is that it? 
Um, oh, I I thought it was funny when um, when Monica was trying to be like seductive, the way she grabbed four carrots like between her fingers, so like seamlessly. <laughs> yeah. So she, she had Kruger. like Freddy Krueger glove <laughs> yeah. almost with the carrots. I thought that was really that cool. was funny. Yeah. Um, all right, should we take a quick break? Mm-hmm. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, we're back, and we are ready to jump into Season 5, Episode 8 of How I Met Your Mother, which, again, is called The Playbook. Uh, Natalie, take it away. Okay, so Ted's telling his kids about um, secrets to dating, um, and the most important one is be who you are. Um, And then, of course, Uncle Barney had his own way of doing that, so we open with Barney in the scuba suit. Um. Ted's kind of introducing the idea that after a breakup, you can do one of two things usually is like jump into work and kind of ignore it or like get right back out there. Um, And Robin is diving headfirst in her career, Mm -hmm. whereas Barney is going back to his literal playbook. Like he has a big giant Bible like book of all of his Scams, flim flams. Um, there's many other terms yeah. used. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, well, we'll talk about it later. But okay. Lily notably doesn't say flim flams. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so we learn a few of them. Um, I think these are meant to be funnier than I found them to be. Um, Don't drink that was the first one we're introduced to. Um, Barney, like, Pretending that someone, um, like, roofied their drink and, like, pointing at someone over there, like, pointing at Ted. (laughs) Yeah, getting Ted kicked out of McLaren's. Ted gets kicked out. Um, Also, um, Mrs. Stin's fire, so it's supposed to be, like, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Um, That was dumb. And um, this whole time, Marshall and Ted are like telling Robin like she's going to fall in love because she's not trying to look for it. So that's just like the law of nature is like you're going to find love when you're least likely to look for it. And she's like, no. Yeah. Um, And then Marshall does this whole speech about when he wants a a frozen waffle, it's never there. there. Yeah, but he finds them in the freezer when he's looking for something else. Yeah. yeah. Like when he's looking for the remote because yeah. he and Lily got in a fight and she put it she there. Put in the remote. Yeah, she put it in the freezer. Um, and then he realizes that he's hungry for frozen waffles. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, okay, so then we talk about, oh, we learn about Shelly like three years earlier. Um, Lily can't wait to introduce Shelly to Ted, who sh- she thinks they would hit it off um, fabulously and she brings Shelly to McLaren's 
And at that very moment, Ted is like shoving as many chicken fingers into his mouth as possible. And so then... Yeah, he's trying to break his record or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lily's like pivots and just says like, oh, he's not here. Like, let's leave. Um, so it's three years later and she's like, I'm ready for Shelly to meet Ted. It's going to be perfect. But then Shelly ended up meeting Barney. And who who plays Shelly? Oh, I didn't recognize Shelly. Okay. She looked familiar. I will find out. But I could be wrong. Um, Shelly met Barney, but... Um, this this was actually um, Lorenzo von Matterhorn, which is also supposed to be funnier than I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. And the scam there was he makes like a bunch of like fake websites, um, so she like looks looks him up on her phone. Um, but then Lily ruins it. Um, there's also um, SNASA, so secret yeah. NASA. Um, Cheap trick bass player. Um, and then this whole time Lily's trying to talk sense into Barney and saying, like, stop doing this. Mm-hmm. I hate this book. I'm going to get rid of it. Um, um, so they're all at the apartment playing video games. Um, Barney runs in and says, like, code red. Um, she <laughs> stole the playbook. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, I don't know. Um, Eva Amuri is the actress's name. I don't know what you know her from. Um, <laughs> wait, hold on. It's Susan Sarandon's daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why she's uh, in The Banger Sisters and Anywhere yes. But Here yes. and Dead Man. And Dead Man Walking, she played her own mom as a child. And she looks like Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Yes, okay. So but that's... wasn't there... Hold on. You're going to go on a little... Tange? Remember our favorite TV show, The Affair? <clears throat> no. Do you remember in the L.A. season, two seasons, Maura Tierney, uh, Helen, I think, or mm-hmm. Next Door Neighbor is put by Emily Browning? Helen. Yeah. Emily Browning? Yeah. And there's a thing where, like, she's, like, the daughter of... They know she's the daughter of a famous actress, but they can't figure out who, and they're, like, guessing... And um, she says something about, like, there's something about, like, her her mom wrote a cookbook or whatever. Uh-huh. And we see that she has a cookbook in her kitchen <laughs> called Thelma and Cuisine. <laughs> and they think it's Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, it turns out to be a fictional actress played by uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, right? Yes. Is what it turns out to be. Yeah. You have such a good memory of that show. Because it's such a good show. Well, I remember things that are good, and I don't remember things that are bad. So I remember The Affair because it's a good show. Wow. Okay. Um, so we learned that Lily, this was just like a long con by Lily. She hired an actress. Um, uh Who's, oh, Claire, to steal the playbook? Or no, the actress was Shelley? No. So she hears Barney mention that the next play he's going to do is, is that he's not coming, which is the one in the, Imp- the Empire State Building yes. Observation Deck. Yes, 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 yes. So yes, she yes. sends an actress friend. That's right. To, That's right. To the Observation Deck. Yeah, and to then, have sex with Barney. To hop, yes. I guess. Because yes. <laughs> she does. Yeah. Uh, but then to steal the playbook. Yeah. Um, so Barney tries that with multiple women and it ends up working for someone. It's like it's like the naked man one out of four. Well, yes. I guess the naked man was three out of four times. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, but this reminded me, obviously, 
the Empire State Building thing is like uh, an affair to remember and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But um, uh, but it's also in um, an episode of Gossip Girl where uh, uh, Blair is waiting for Chuck at the Empire State Building observation deck. Okay. Um, so, yes. Um, Lily has the book. Um and oh, another one of the the plays is the Ted Mosby, where it's like just saying I got left at the altar. But he's also dressed as Ted. He's got like an yes. open flannel over like a band T-shirt. Yeah, it's always so strange to see Barney in casual clothes. Yeah, like somehow he looks weirder dressed as Ted than he does in a scuba dive outfit. Yeah, yeah. So they're all like he's gonna do the scuba diver, and then. Um, the gang is like looking through this playbook, like where's the scuba diver? There's no, this play isn't in the playbook. They're all at McLaren's. Um, Claire is like the the hot blonde is like sitting down and hearing all the stories. The, and this is the one that was the target of the scuba diver. The target of the scuba diver really tried to talk out of like, yes. and so she ends up hearing all these stories. She is played by an actress named Sarah Wright, who is like so familiar to me. She's very familiar to me. Can't too. figure. I mean, like. I was looking at, look like she was in one episode of Mad Men. Okay. She's in, I know, that I feel like this isn't it, but in, uh, on a happy endings, mm. Dave and Alex, is that Alicia Cuthbert's character's name? Alex? Mm-hmm. They've, speaking of being left at the altar, she left him at the altar in the pilot. They're like sort of part of the same friend group and they're kind of working their way back towards each other. Um... Uh, but then isn't now I'm trying, I'm drawing a blank. I think Alex and, uh, Damon Waynes Jr. I'm forgetting that character's name, uh, are both secretly into romantic comedies, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they go to see a romantic comedy. So the movie within the TV show, Sarah Wright is the lead in that. And I'm thinking, I was like, I guess you and I watched happy endings for the first time recently enough or I, first time for me recently enough that maybe that's what I'm remembering her from. She was also in Cyrano. I know you, we watched that movie. Sarah Wright was in Cyrano? I think so. It's not coming up on her IMDb. Okay. Also in Seventh wrong. Heaven. Did you watch Seventh Heaven? Not really, no. Okay. Um, but yeah. She's... House Bunny. She was in House Bunny. Yeah, I mean, I saw that in the theater, but that was yeah. a long time ago. So I guess it's just a face that I've come to know, even though I can't place it with anyone... Uh, thing. Um, it looks like she, uh, at one point was married to the actor Eric Christian Olsen, but I don't know if she still is or not. Okay. Anyway, uh, call to action. What do I know Sarah Wright from? <laughs> and what do you know Sarah Wright from? Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's going to be turn out to be like, like maybe she's like in a commercial. Like, doesn't she seem like she could be in like a Carl's Jr. commercial or something? Mm-hmm. You know how they always have like. Yeah. Uh, blonde babes. Like a hot blonde, yeah. yeah. So maybe it turns out that she's like in some commercial I've seen a million times. Okay. It's just, it's it's bugging me. Okay. But Or it just could be that I remember her from this episode. That's true, yeah. Um, okay, so... Um, okay, Robin is kind of like having a rough time and Barney apologizes to Robin and she's like, yeah, it's been tough. And then they all kind of like... Everyone like co-signs on Barney, like, oh, he's really a, a good guy. And it turns out that Barney had orchestrated this entire episode, like fooled everyone. And 
the scuba diver was like under the desk, so he he was the one who wins in the end. Yeah, he basically describes exactly the way that he ends up getting together with Claire. Yes, is yes. described by the scuba diver exactly from the okay. beginning. And yeah. then so um, Ted uses the Ted Mosby, and that works. It works. <laughs> the Ted Mosby works. Um, and then Marshall and Ted again are like kind of having a laugh about Robin. Like you're going to meet the, um, the next person who walks in is going to be the love of your life. They're sitting at McLaren's. Yeah. Um, there's like an old man. There's like a, a young hot lady and they're like, well, you should do that. Like yeah. give it a try. Yeah. Um, and then she goes to work and then she meets Don, her co-host. Well, which we'll, I'm sure see more of. Yeah, played, yes, we will. Uh, played by Benjamin Koldyke, who is probably most memorable to you and me from the final season of The Good Place, um, where, mm. do you remember where uh, they do the experiment again with, like, new... New people? New people, and he's the, like, rich douchebag, oh, you know? Yeah, who was yeah. like, He was, like, a, a stock guy in real life or something like that. Um, and he writes... <laughs> He like his dream was to write a novel, so he writes a novel where a where basically he is the smartest, strongest man in the world, who's also the president and the most skilled secret agent or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, the, so Benjamin Coldike plays Don, and yes, we will see more of Don. Um. Okay, and then that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I, I wanted to mention there was we. Uh, it's interesting, the uh, time capsule-wise, uh, um, Marshall and Ted are giving an example because they're telling Robin, like, oh, it's when you're not, like with the frozen waffle thing, it's when you're not looking for love that you're going to end up meeting the person of your dreams. Mm-hmm. And they're giving all these examples and, like, six months later, married. Six months later, married. And then with Barney, with Marshall's co-worker, it's six months later, in a civil union pending passage of legislation right. that's on the right. floor of the New York Senate. And, like, yeah, so this was before gay people could just get married all over the yeah. country. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's sad how, not to get in my soapbox or anything, but it's really uh, depressing the way that um, gay rights are being, LGBTQ rights are being rolled back and attacked yeah. uh, again. Yeah. And Everything. Target's taking down Pride uh, Month stuff, which seems like the, like, up until recently, it was like the safest corporate like yeah. bullshit like lip service type of thing, and they can't even have like a fucking rainbow. Yeah, uh, Target the, can't. The Dodgers can't. Yeah, fucking yeah. like we're this is these attacks are. Uh, I don't know where they're coming from. Like I thought we had a part of me thought we'd gotten past at least this level. Yeah, well, we're devolving into fascism. That's why we're doing this podcast because. Something else to think about? Something else to think about. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, Funny. Well, there was one other. Oh. Well, we'll get to it later. Uh, oh, no, I guess, like, on the one hand, I feel like I give How I Met Your Mother credit for, like, having the civil union joke that's not like, it's not like, ha ha, gay. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you're joking about. Right. Uh, but then they did have like a bad gay joke later when yeah. when Barney's doing the he's not coming you know yeah. and he goes up he's not coming it or doesn't work she? he's not coming yeah. and like the one girl is wearing because she's wearing that like, kind of a severe like suit yeah. he's like she's not coming yeah because she has like a bob and a suit yeah like, so <laughs> yeah she must be a lesbian yeah <laughs> ridiculous um, all right yeah funniest moments um, 
Give it a rest, pest. Oh, you took one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's a great uh, Neil Patrick Harris line read. Give it a rest, pest. Yeah. Uh, to, to Lily. Lily. Lily has a great line line read, though, that I kind of hinted earlier when she's like, no more no more plays, no more schemes, no more hustles. And he's like, I noticed you didn't mention flim flims. No more flim no flims. More flim <laughs> also, um, a constant, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, any more? Oh, um, when Robin says, like, I'm going to go get the paper and Marshall jokes, more like, go get a husband. <laughs> Yeah, and Ted says, when you get that paper, read the wedding announcements. For Look for, look for yours, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, should we move on to How I Met Your Mother, but make it fashion? Oh, my gosh. They have outdone themselves. With poor Colby Smothers. But Lily, too. Did you see those, like, giant uh, crocheted flower closures of, like, a... There's, like, a cardigan, and the thing that's holding them together are, like, giant crocheted flowers... And she's supposed to be like a fashionista. She's supposed That's to like be a fashionista. In her yes. like background, yes. in her character bible, if you will. But yeah, Robin with like just the weirdest, weirdest blouses. Yeah, she's wearing one blouse at one point that looks like it's supposed to be like a sparkly smiley face. But like there's a there's that's like there's a smile. Yeah. But then there's a sparkle across the top too. Yeah. So then she's got like a little like cut window out? cutout. Yeah. It looks terrible. <laughs> And it also looks, here's, okay, the sparkles are awful, but also over these last few episodes, the season, I guess, a lot of times, the big part of the problem is that the sparkly parts on her outfits are too heavy for the material Mm -hmm. and it makes her, it it makes her shirt like move and hang weird Yes, and it keeps happening. Yes. Yes. It's awful. I, I don't understand. Like, did, did we... Not notice at the time, or I mean, I didn't. I feel like you couldn't help but notice it. Like it's, yeah. it doesn't matter what decade; it doesn't yeah. look good. Yeah. You know uh, who did look good? At the very end, you mentioned uh, the oddballs walking in. You mentioned the old guy. <laughs> he looked great in his like he was wearing like a powder blue suit. <laughs> yes, the best fashion uh, is that old guy. But I mean, I mean, yeah. I guess we don't really get too serious. But that's partially, partially why is that finally going for something a little bit more classical, you know, as opposed to trying to look hip. Like even with this is what I've always said about Barney, that I love that his character loves suits, but I also don't generally like the way he looks because it's so of its era in the terms of the cut and the way that he matches uh, shirt, tie, and jacket. Yeah. And and pocket square, like it's all very trendy and didn't hasn't aged well and I don't, I don't even think looked that great at the time if i'm being honest yeah but uh so so you get an old guy in there and it's like yeah let's just dress him like a classical like man and he yeah. looks good yeah um, um are we moving on to what's under the umbrella yeah uh once again barney recording women yes uh yes. there's another joke we don't actually see it but he's there's a joke about setting up the camera setting up the camera for the date yeah, yeah. um and then uh, also, you and I can't stop mentioning whenever, or can't ignore whenever this happens. Uh, Chinese takeout. Yes. They had, yes. A, they had a bunch of Chinese takeout on the coffee table. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, also, like, did you catch that? Um, 
like abbreviation Miltswanka. So, um, mom, Mil- I'd like to sleep with a never call with again. a never call again. No yeah. swanka. Yeah. No swanka. Yeah. Um, creating websites, fake websites. Oh yeah. Um, of course, like gay jokes. Um, and then, um, Barney kind of like breaking the fourth wall, like winking at the camera. Sure, every yeah. every one of his plays. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Barney being a predator and a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to similarities. Okay. <laughs> I have a few. Well, we got a uh, bad lesbian joke in both of them. Bad lesbian Carol joke plays in both, both teams. Of them. She's yes. not coming. Yes. Yeah. Um, in both episodes, we get um, the uh, fake names. So... Um, Ross and Chandler get fake IDs. Their names are Clifford Alvarez and Roland Chang, um, similar to Lorenzo uh, St. Matterhorn. Um, Von Matterhorn. Von Matterhorn. Um, uh, hitting on people. So Chandler's hitting on Monica, and Barney's hitting on everyone. Um, childhood flashbacks. I guess we get, not childhood flashbacks, but we get a lot of flashbacks in both of these episodes, I guess. Um, what flashbacks did we get in... In Friends? How I Met Your Mother. I mean, I, I guess... Oh, just in general. You're calling the plays flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Barney at one time says, Oh, my God. <laughs> what, do you remember when? I don't remember that. I don't remember when. Oh, that's funny. Um, also, in both episodes, like, um, kind of a long con. So... Um, Monica waits an entire year yeah. to like get back at Chandler. Yeah. And Lily does a long con, as does Barney. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Uh, is it time to play favorites? Yeah. Uh, three, two, one. Friends. Friends. Which is shocking. I would say at the time they started getting heavily, no pun intended, into these fat jokes and mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. I had the thought like, well, no matter what. How I Met Your Mother is going to be the favorite for me this episode, uh, this week. And this was just not a funny How I Met Your Mother. It really wasn't. There was a few funny things in there, but, I mean, also, we love a holiday app. Yeah. I love a Thanksgiving. Yeah, and it's fun to see, and in a lot of ways, it's fun to see the flashbacks. I just don't like the, the, all the Yeah, I love all the costumes. I love all the, the outfits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so surprising to me, but uh, the Friends episode was still funny, despite having some stuff that made me Cringe. borderline angry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd say let's catch up on a correspondence, but it's been less than 24 hours since we recorded the last one, and we haven't even posted that one yet, so there has been no new correspondence. Yeah. Unless, I mean, let me check my, uh, let, let me check the Gmail real quick, just to, uh, on the off chance, but I doubt uh, that there has been any more. No, there has not been any more correspondence. Okay. Uh, oh, I got another email from Max, as in the former uh, HBO, HBO Max. I keep getting, welcome to Max. That is how we watch Friends, and I guess it's worked so far. It's still annoying that it had to happen. All right, so this is going to be a short episode. Well, what, um, what are the calls to action? Oh, yeah, so calls to action. How does Davey know? That's the only one is, how do I, what do I know Sarah right from? Yeah, and still on the table, what... Should we do in 
Philadelphia, and New York City. We have 48 hours in each place. Yes, but I think we're already, we've already left by the time people are hearing this. Well, no, because people will listen to the Tuesday episode, and we're going on Friday. So we already called to action last Tuesday when this posts. When the yesterday's one posts. Yesterday's on will post on Tuesday the 30th. Yes. This won't post until Tuesday the 6th. But we already called to action yesterday. So they'll hear it on Tuesday. That's still... Oh, okay. What I'm saying I is... I get it. I get it. We will have already... This one doesn't matter. The last one... Yeah. We will have already... Yes. I so think... disregard this. This is Yeah. This episode literally comes out the night that we come back from our trip. But if you did give us a recommendation, thank you. Thank you. We yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Immensely. Okay. Um... Well, then, uh, let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. It's called How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world in the days these episodes aired. So, Season 5, Episode 8 of Friends, the one with all the Thanksgivings, aired on Thursday, November 19th, 1998. This was uh, a number of things happened. The Vincent Van Gogh's Portrait of the Artist Without Beard sells at auction for $71.5 million. Wow. Uh, the United States House of Representatives Judiciary Committee begins impeachment hearings against U.S. President Bill Clinton. Wow. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And then uh, died on this day the uh, American American director uh, Alan Pakula, who um, – I think that's how you say his name. I know Tyler – oh, yeah. I have a co-host of my other podcast. His name's Tyler, but he's been out of commission for uh, the better Nine part months. of a, a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. since last August. Uh, if you want to know what's going on there, you can donate to the GoFundMe, which you'll find um, – pinned to the top of the homepage at battleshippretension.com. But Alan, Alan J. Pakula uh, is best known for directing uh, All the President's Men, is probably his best known, but also Clute, Sophie's Choice, The Parallax View, The Pelican Brief, uh, also a movie that I saw called Comes a Horseman, uh, which I watched somewhat recently after James Conn died, because I was watching a bunch of James Conn movies I hadn't seen. So um, what I was going to say is Tyler and I like to pronounce his name Pacula, like Dracula, mm, <laughs> Alan J. Pacula, but I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Pacula. Uh, so R.I.P. Alan J. Pacula. He made some good, good movies. Uh, top five songs in the U.S. on that day. Uh, unless, I, I normally, do you have anything to say about the Clinton impeachment? I feel like we no, already talked about it we've talked about it on yeah. the show. Yeah. Uh, number, at number five, Deborah Cox... Nobody's supposed to be here. I don't know what that is. No. Uh, at number four, following to number four, Monica's The First Night. At number three, 98 Degrees Because of You, which again is not the song we thought it was. Right. I forgot to look up again who it was. Uh, number two, Divine Lately. And at number one, hanging in at number one for the second week in a row, Lauren Hill's Doop. That thing, that thing, that thing. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for objecting you listeners yeah. to my my singing. No, now you have a beautiful voice. No, I don't. Uh, absolutely beautiful. Um, season 5, episode 8 of How I Met Your Mother, the playbook, aired on Monday, November 16th, 2009. Um, what did we do? What did you and I do our first Thanksgiving together? Oh, we went to your sister's. Yeah. Uh, uh, we did? Yeah. and see me yeah our first thanksgiving together we went to your sister's it was the first time i met mark okay 
uh, who's your sister's ex. Uh-huh. Um, also, a, how old would James have been? Uh, he would have been just shy of five. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so cute. Uh, but also, what reason I remember is because a friend of yours who also was from C. <gasps> Stopped by to say hi, would not acknowledge me, would not make eye contact with me, would not talk with me. Yeah. This this girl hated me. Yeah. For the first like year we were together. You got a chilly reception. Yeah. But now we're friends. Yeah. We've hung out. Yeah. We're friends. Yeah. But we don't, we also don't talk about that. I'm sure if I brought up like, hey, remember when you didn't talk to me for a year? I don't think yeah. it would go well. She refused to acknowledge your existence. She really wouldn't for yeah. a year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she thought that we were going to... Thelma and Louise it <laughs> oh, into the, you into and the she. sunset. Yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of Thelma and Louise talk this episode. Yeah. No great, complaints. It's a great movie. Yeah. Everyone loves Thelma and Louise. We should watch that again. Yeah. It's been a while. So uh, on this day in history, uh, Barack Obama, President Barack Obama arrives in Shanghai. Um, not going to read about that one. That's too sad. Mm-hmm. Um thought i had something else uh oh yes okay this one is sad too but really interesting so kevin rudd who at the time was the prime minister of australia formally apologized on behalf of the country for its role in the uh home children program slash scandal do you know about this Mm-mm. in it was a british thing started in the 1800s and continued into the 1970s where basically orphan children or oftentimes just like poor children whose parents uh, couldn't afford to take care of them were against their will forcibly like spread across the commonwealth to like canada and australia and other places from the uk so all, all british children yeah. who were sent um to be fostered in other countries but often they would be like put to work you know mm-hmm. be like someone who ran or, like a fucking camps, yeah. orchard or whatever in in and it was like australia the church who did it uh i think Nuns? well it was it was the it was the um, Anglican. It might have been the Anglican Church because yeah. it was a state program, yeah. And it continued until the 1970s. Um, and there's a, a movie. The movie's not great, but it's very illuminating. Uh, from 2010, I had to look up the year called Oranges and Sunshine, where um, uh, I think Emily Watson plays someone who, like, a reporter who's investigating this, and mm-hmm. and uh, um, yeah, it's a it's a really crazy thing that they just like took these kids and just like sent them, like. Guess what? You, your, your parents are dead, or your parents can't afford to take care of you. You're going to Australia, or you're going to Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, insane. Uh, but at least Australia has officially apologized for it, um, for whatever that's worth. So that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, but um, top five songs in the U.S. on that day, if I can find it. All right, at number five, Jay Sean Down. At number four. Ayaz replay, not Yaz or I Yazoo. Guess. Yeah, we like them. We like Yaz. Yeah. Uh, at number three, Jason Derulo, What You Say. At number two, Jay Z, Empire State of Mind, Concrete Jungle, Where Dreams Are Made Of. Uh, and at number one, Owl City, Fireflies. Um. Yeah. Wait. What happened to its band? Yeah, I guess it fell off. Finally, it landed. It lasted for more than one week. That's too bad. Uh, wait, that would have been the other one. That would have been 98, right? Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. Bare Naked Ladies is from the 90s. Yeah. Or that song is. Yeah. I guess they're still around, maybe? I don't know. 
Uh, all right, so that's that segment. Let's move on to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on each show, armed only with knowledge of the episode title. So, first, let's check in on how we did on our last week guesses. I think I did pretty good. You're killing it this yeah. season. Yeah. All right. Not too shabby. I said all the friends with family in or around NYC spend Thanksgiving with them. Chandler goes to Joey's family's Thanksgiving and sees Joey's sister for the first time since that whole brouhaha. And I was very wrong. Um, I did, after I said that, I, I mentioned something about Chandler possibly going to the Gellers. Mm -hmm. But I didn't make it part of my prediction and I don't think it would have counted anyway. Yeah. Uh, you said Barney's back on the prowl and unearths, unearths sorry, his old playbook, getting back to some of his old ways. Mm -hmm. So once again, you're killing it. This season, I mean, it's over. It's all over with the crying at this point, you know? Yeah. So uh, let's look at what next week's episodes are. But I, first, I'm going to need you to vamp for oh. a second. Organic spicy taco sauce. Pizza sprinkle seasoning. Riced hearts of palm. Spanish style rice. Instant boba kit. Blueberry fields cheese. Sparkling watermelon juice. Okay. Season 5, episode 9 of Friends is called The One with Ross's Sandwich. The One with Ross's Sandwich. So, <clears throat> um, I'm going to say Hungry Hungry Joey <laughs> eats the rest of Ross's, um, what kind of sandwich are you going to have to do? Should I say like a Dagwood style? What's a Dagwood? Uh, sandwich. It's multiple meats? I just... You and I have been together how long? <laughs> Every time I bring up a Dagwood sandwich, you say, what is that? Really? So listeners, I'm going to tell Natalie now what it is. But listeners, be honest. Do you know what a Dagwood sandwich is? I know the comic strip Dagwood. Well, no. Do Do Dogwood? No. Dagwood is a character from Blondie. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, and there was a running thing in the comic books where he would get up in the middle of the night to make himself a midnight snack. And he would just, like, get a slice of two, two slices of bread and one of, like, everything in the fridge. And it would be, like, a comically okay. huge sandwich. Okay. Hopefully you'll remember that because I feel like that's so the sixth no, time during our so relationship. So it's just big. Told. Yeah, there's it just no... means a sandwich with a bunch of stuff on okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to forget. Okay. Hungry Hungry Joey eats the rest of Ross's Dagwood-style sandwich and uh, incurs uh, the man-childish wrath Ire? of the... Elder Geller sibling. Okay. Season 5, episode 9 of the television program How I Met Your Mother is called 
Slaps Giving 2, Revenge of the Slap. Oh, okay. So, obviously, we're going to get a slap, and it's going to be a Thanksgiving episode. Um, let's see, who's going to host Thanksgiving? How specific do I need to get about Thanksgiving? I don't think you have to get specific about Thanksgiving. You have to get specific about something, just because if you just say... It's a Thanksgiving episode and someone gets slapped. That's like, that's all in the title. You have to like put yourself on a limb and say something specific happens. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Lily and Marshall are trying to host Thanksgiving, but, um, Robin is also trying to host Thanksgiving. Okay. So there's going to be like a, a group divide. Okay. So, um, Lily and Robin attempt, no, let me see. Dueling. Go head to head, yeah, head to head with. Dueling feasts. Dueling Friendsgivings. Yes. Okay, that's good. Um, I do have a little tease for um, for next week, now that your uh, prediction is in. We are uh, going to meet a parent of one of the gang that we have not yet met before. Okay. So, that should be fun. Okay. Um, oh, I'm looking at the cast list for next week's episode. There's also another great... Uh, guest star? Guest star that uh, I don't remember from watching this, watching this the first time around, but that'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited about this episode and, and this... Uh, this guest star playing a parent. We love a holiday. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, as I've said before, this parent, I've teased you before, this parent is played by someone that you and I are both fans of. Okay. So, all right. Uh, I think that's it. So calls to action again. Um, what do I know Sarah Wright from? And did you know what a Dagwood sandwich is without looking it up or me having to tell it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, you can find the podcast where you found it. You already did that. You're good at it. Thank you. Good good job. Congratulations. You can find a post for every episode at battleshipretention.com. Uh, and there's uh, you can leave a comment there. That's one way to correspond with us. Other ways to correspond with us include emailing us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com and uh, replying to me on Twitter at Davy Pretension. Um, Natalie, where can people correspond with you? online they can't um but if you like this episode you should rate review subscribe tell your friends tell your mothers correspond with us um we enjoy that immensely um yeah until next time we'll see you at the observation deck of the empire State <laughs>